boy. Basically. I mean, that's just, you know. Just basically. Yeah. You know, I hate to put it out there. Um, I'm against the wall. Yeah. You know, they had theirs uh, up against the me, back for so long. Fucking dicks. Anyway. Let me pull up our uh, our discussion here, what games we're going to talk about, so I can. Well, obviously, the, oh, the God, good yeah, ones. Obviously. Gee, money, Christmas. No, I mean, it was. Wow. It was a very eerie week. Very eerie. I took eerie. a beating on bets. Eerie? That's the word you're going to use? Eerie. Yeah, just because it's Halloween. I'm just trying to be in the spirit. Uh, Should I say spooky? I don't know, but that's probably going to be the title of the episode. One of your stupid titles. What call it eerie, eerie Week 7? I guess, I, I don't know. That was definitely not the first word I was going to be using at all. That was fucking weird. That was weird, I, it, 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 That was a freestyle, man. I was off the was off the top. Well, fucking keep your day job. Yeah, that's why I'm just this fucking bitter bartender. Yeah, you really are, though. I thought you were bitter well, like 10 years ago, but then you got older and more bitter. Well, when you do this as long as I have, you will tend to get a little bitter. And there's very, unfortunately, few moments of real, real gratification in what I do. So, And you're talking about bartending and not fantasy sports or football or betting right now, correct? Specifically bartending. But sometimes, you know, I can be bitter with those other items too, especially when I'm getting my ass handed to me like I did this weekend. Yeah, I got fucking smashed on bets this weekend for sure. Uh, fantasy, though, I'm... Man, I'm on fire. I had one... Good. One league that was kind of a bummer, which sucks because I was playing Josh, which is... Uh, I always like to be Josh. Um, another Xbox friend, by the way. And... Uh, yeah, fucking... I just... I don't even actually understand what happened in that league, but boy, oh boy... Darrell Henderson. Yeah, I used him in DFS. That worked out. Wow. Uh, I went 2-2 two two this week, so. Literally off the couch to play in an NFL game and then right back on the couch before the like end of the league week even occurred. That was actually the funny part, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. See ya. Yeah, I was like, today I opened up the Yahoo and I was like, what the fuck is going on? There's a roster alert. And it's like, Darrell Henderson's already on the practice squad again. And I was like, damn, Monday night hasn't even gone down yet. That's, uh... And I guess they're going to go with Miles Gaskin and uh, Zach Evans this coming week? They really did, they really did say Miles Gaskin? They I didn't hear anything did say uh, that. today. And so, okay. yeah, you know, again, nobody's listening to us for waiver wire things because I just, you know, that's what the other people are for. But... I wonder how many people are going to waste their waiver wire picking up Dur- I'm dropping him to pick up somebody else. Newsflash. So, I think I think I people should start listening to us though for waiver pickups cuz I don't know. I went I went 6 and 2 again in my A leagues. I'm oh man, nasty. Nasty. That's good shit, man. One of the best feelings I'm having right now in one league in particular, probably the one I'm doing the best in, uh, my my home with the homeboys league. Uh 
I, I almost never have to do any kind of moves, do any kind of waiver, anything. My, my team is straight. The only thing I've ever had to do is like if I needed to fill tight end or if I needed to fill defense with a streamer. Otherwise, like everything's good. I've been knock on wood. I've been very fortunate uh, to avoid the injury bug on this team. So and I've had some guys that are performing like I've got uh, Diggs, A.J. Brown and Hertz on this team. So I'm average. I'm averaging 200 points in a PPR league right now. Mm. Yeah, it's that's uh, that's lovely. (laughs) Oh yeah, it's absolutely buck nasty. Uh, Anyway, you know, not to brag about the teams or anything. People maybe don't. Fuck yeah, brag, man! It's Victory Tuesday, man. It's uh, it's absolutely unbelievable. Uh, I'm loving it this week. We're going to talk uh, a few things interesting on the waiver wire. We're going to uh, talk about moving forward after bye week and who you should be dropping because at least you should be listening to us for that. But we definitely need to recap some of the crazy shit uh, that went down this weekend. Um, I, uh, yeah, there was some very strange games. Whoa, G Money Christmas. I thought I fixed that before we started. Uh, there was a lot of strange um, results from the weekend that we need to cover. And there's definitely reasons why we didn't bet on some of these games, which I'm excited about because there's, I mean, there's, can we just get into it, Jerry? Let's go. Kokanee, uh was the tap on the can again. We're uh, going for that wonderful, beautiful Crested British Columbia classic. And 5%. Cocaine. Cocaine. <laughs> One of the reasons we didn't bet on this game, because I was nervous about what was going to happen. I wanted to put money on the Ravens, and I hesitated, but that would have uh, won me money. The Baltimore Ravens 38 in the Detroit Lions 6. Remember... That statement that was said here on the Fucked Up Fantasy Football Podcast, folks, if you didn't hear it, you should have because it was said here first. The Baltimore Ravens, when they want to do it, they look like a Super Bowl team. Lamar Jackson, 21 for 27, 357 yards, three touchdowns. Gus Bus for one touchdown on 14 carries and 64, good for a 4.57 average. The one statement that didn't age well was me talking about uh, Justice Hill being the new running back uh, over there. He only carried the ball four times. However, 11.5 yards per carry. That boy knows how to he knows how to run. Uh, he's a fantastic thing to watch. <laughs> Jerry, uh, what happened to the Detroit Lions, sir? Um. Well, it was one of those games where they just laid an egg. I mean, that, that old saying... Uh, Baltimore was clicking on all cylinders, man. Defense, uh, offense, special teams. It was just all working for them. They, it's like they were having a scrimmage. You know, they 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 couldn't make any mistakes, especially the first half. First half, like the the final score, although it was like a lot. I, I don't remember what it was. It was it was a good margin, but um, thirty eight to six. That was all in the first half. Apologies. All I usually I usually so cover that. Yeah, sorry. Thirty-eight. Yeah, to they, six, they, what, so that means they scored. I think it was twenty-eight to twenty-eight to nothing in the first half. If I'm not mistaken, um, that is correct. So it, it was, was twenty-eight. Points. It was. At, they they actually even scored another touchdown uh, in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. 
uh, before the Detroit Lions finally got on the board. But yeah, go ahead and keep going. Yeah, my God. Yeah, it was it was it was wild. I mean, it, it was absolutely wild. But it's one of those games for a team like uh, the Lions who uh, is up and coming. They're young. They're hungry. They're they're really really for the most part. I'd say. I, and, and let me ask you: Do you think they're living up to the expectation to this point? I think they're exceeding expectations, and I think that exactly a lot of people are going to do, you know, what we talked about here in, you know, week one reaction on this podcast, which is, you know, overreaction. Mm-hmm. And everyone's so, going to yeah. have a bad game. It's the same, same thing as fantasy football. Absolutely. If you If you're sitting right now with two losses, you're probably going to be in the playoffs. If you don't make the playoffs, the playoffs, if you don't make the playoffs at this point, you, I mean, you suck. Then just but, up. Stop playing. Yeah, you suck for sure. But you're in a really good position right now. So the Detroit Lions <laughs> losing a game here on the road in, uh, again, I, the public is, the public is dogging the Baltimore Ravens right now. They're not high on the Ravens like I am. I, again. Not terribly surprised at this. The Baltimore Ravens are a strong team, so I think it's okay for the Detroit Lions to lose this game. I think it's a humbling experience for them. Do the Baltimore Ravens have a lot to work on? Of course. They still need to do this consistently instead of doing it once in a blue moon. That would be fan-fucking-tastic. But Jared Goff throwing 53 times isn't going to win you games. 284 yards with an interception. Jameer Gibbs stepped up in the absence of David Montgomery carrying the ball for 6.18 yards per carry 11 times. I absolutely love that. I thought uh, I thought this man didn't have such a strong game, but I guess it's just volume-based. 19 targets for 13 receptions, 102 yards. Amon Ross St. Brown. He's an animal. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I, I, I like, I like PPR. The volume, the volume makes him get somewhere. I understand that, but I just still, I, I don't know. I was lukewarm. I, mean, I like him as a player. I think he's a very, very good player. I like the way he plays. He's he plays hard every every snap. He's a really good route runner, and the opportunities are there. He's he's ascending. Like he's he's working his way into that. I think that more elite status, um, but. Games like this are great for guys like him and the rest of the team. It's a it's a lesson. It's a, they're like, hey man, we're really not that good. It it just brings them back down to earth. And these guys are going to keep working hard. That coach is going to motivate the shit out of him. Motor City Dan, man, he's going to do it. And hey, watch out, Detroit's going to be dangerous, man. They're going to be dangerous. But the Ravens, to your point, are are a fucking machine when it's working. When it's working, it's it is absolutely like it's it's art. It's beautiful to watch. It really is because like it, it's and I think maybe it's the fact that uh, Lamar might be getting a little more used to the to the offense now, getting a little more comfortable. He's settling in. You know, it just they were they were really really doing whatever the hell they wanted in that first half. Oh, hundred percent. It definitely looked like a scrimmage. I think. Uh, I think you're bang on saying that. Uh, I'm not surprised also uh, that a New York Giants fan is invoking the word elite and having absolutely no fucking bearing on what that term actually means in the real life. I I wouldn't. Wow. I I yeah. Direct shade at Eli Manning and fucking fuck that guy. 
And, I have and, never called him elite in my life. That is the fucking clown ass, like wannabe Giants fans and, and your former uh, colleague on this show last season, probably. Okay. No way. No I, fucking way. <laughs> hey, I just got to throw that out there because I know there's other people that think he is. And, you know, again, I just like I had to throw that out there. So everybody would uh, don't be. lump me in with them because like I'm a realist. The guy won a couple. He played really well, but by elite. Okay. That, that was to me it was more of a joke than anything else. A very, very funny joke. I agreed. I got so I got you know I got him. I take him in the top ten. I would I would put him in the top ten. Uh, I think he could sneak into year. the top five at some point. I think he's going to finish that. I think right now he's more so of like a top twenty, top twenty five, and I think will probably take a little bit of heat for that. But that's fine. Suck it. Don't care. Um, he's he's <laughs> purely getting this on a volume based uh, a volume based role, and if it continues, sure, going to be proven wrong. But right now. Haters can suck it. Other game that caught my eye, to say the least, uh, the Browns versus the Colts. Talk about squeezing out by my chinny chin chin. Love that half point. Uh, But we'll get back to that in our bets episode there, Jerry. The Cleveland Browns 39 and the Indianapolis Colts 38. I wonder who started Gardner Minshew because they had to due to the fucking buy apocalypse that hit everybody. And if you did, hot diggity dog. Minshew mania, 15 for 23, 305 yards with two touchdowns in the air. Can we add that to another two touchdowns on the ground, averaging 9.67 yards per carry? Did the guy catch a pass also? No, didn't do that. Unfortunately, he had three fumbles and lost all of them, so that's going to detract from a little bit. But my man, Minshew Mania, stepping up to the plate and absolutely putting on a fucking blast of a performance in a one-point loss at home uh, in, I don't even, Lucas Oil. Still Lucas Oil? They had to have changed the naming rights. Did they not? Still Lucas Oil. Wow, that's fucking amazing for sure. The Indianapolis Colts lost to a XFL slash USFL quarterback, PJ Walker, 15 for 32, 17. I told you. I told you. I told you. The Cleveland Browns are so garbage with Deshaun Watson. They're just... Did he give I, up? Did I he did he give to up? Validate your point. Did about he give up? Him, not the team. Did he give up? It looks that way. It looks that way. I'm just saying. I haven't heard but anybody talk say, about that but yet. But it I'm looked like he is, gave up. It looked like he fucking gave I think, up. I think you need to. But I think you need to rephrase, and I think you need to redirect your shade. You, you said just a second ago about the Browns. It's not the Browns. It's him. That's where your shade needs to go because that defense is disgusting. The Browns as a team and as a as a NFL cultural icon for being a choke show, and I say that with all due respect as being a Cowboys fan, I can I, call, I know what a choke show looks like. I think I can speak on this topic with expertise. Hundred um, percent. They haven't shaken that yet. And so I'm I'm lumping them still all the same. I'm painting them together just like you got annoyed with me painting fucking your giants. Be- I'm still I'm painting them together, Jerry. I'm painting yeah, with the same fucking brush. I, Fuck them. That's that's cool, man. But I I just I I like so many of those players, and through this season, I thought I liked Deshaun. And with your comments and our conversations and and you know the things you've said about him, and I've watched him a little closely this year. 
or maybe closer than I have in the past. And I have to agree with you. He's a real piece of shit. He stinks. He could Bad. be so good. Like we we saw how good he could be. And it was incredible. It's like, wow, this guy is going to be like, like the shit. And to just let it all just slip away for whatever reason, or just, you know, whatever's gone on, it, it's, it's out of control, man. And the, the, just the finesse job he did on them to get that guaranteed money. Oh my God. It's crazy. Jerome Ford, 11 carries for 74 yards and a touchdown, 6.73 on the ground average. However, he is going to be out for one to two weeks of the high ankle sprain, which is troubling for somebody who likes to make cuts like he does. So if you haven't picked up Kareem Hunt yet, you better do that in your waiver pickups. Kareem Hunt will be the back for at least the next two weeks and could could take that away. Pierre Strong looked really good. Eight carries for 25 yards and 3.13 doesn't hit my average, but that's okay. If you took a sneaky pick up on Elijah Moore, that was a good thing because Amari Cooper couldn't catch shit. Eight targets for two receptions on 22 yards. Elijah Moore, four for 59 on seven. David Njoku also uh, had a little bit of a rough day. These are just all bizarre. I'm pointing this out specifically because nine targets and only five receptions. All of these three receivers had those stat lines in an indoor stadium. We weren't even fucking in Cleveland kids. We were fucking indoors. We were in the game was chaos doors. Just, just, I know we, we do the betting another day, but real fast about this one, everybody, even myself, just everything was indicating that this was going to go under 43. Like it just seemed like it was just going to be like the worst game to watch yep. and all that shit. Yep. And then all of a sudden you yep. see Jerome Ford take yep. off and then this, and that Michael, yep. P- it was just like, you saw it just unraveling right from the beginning. And it was just, and you know, the strip sack in the, in the end zone and all that, it just, like what the fuck was happening? Oh, it, it's it was so most, awesome like, for a guy. Excited, weird game ever. Oh man, for a guy who was playing the Cleveland def- for who had the Cleveland defense, and also was playing Jerome Ford. That, oh man, I got I was yelling. I got up and I was yelling. <laughs> My wife was on the phone with a friend, and I was just fucking cheering. I was so excited. I knew I was gonna win as soon as Jerome Ford Hell was going yeah. down. A little premature, but that's fine. Jonathan Taylor, 18 carries. Zach Moss, 18 carries. I told y'all the only separation here is Jonathan Taylor getting that touchdown. There is a, a you know 15-yard difference, but just saying, kids, this is a close one. This is a really, really, really close one. The other waiver it's wire. It's a blown tandem. No, 100%. A waiver wire pickup you should be taking if you don't have him. I have him in at least half of my leagues. Josh Downs, five receptions for 125 yards and a touchdown. As long as Gardner Minshew is the quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts, which he should be for the rest of the fucking year, folks, he is going to be the number one target for sure. Michael Pittman, two receptions on five targets, 83 yards and a touchdown. And count that 15-yard penalty for the unsportsmanlike conduct of saying peace out as he ran uh, into the end zone. Thanks, Michael Pittman. You are a jackass. <laughs> anything else? Uh, oh, anything else about that game, my boy? Nah, man. That we, we I think we covered that one nicely. It was it was quite a show. Let's talk about another game where everybody and their mother uh, lost money this week. This was uh, was particularly fucking annoying. The New England Patriots 29 and the Buffalo Bills 25. That was fucking cool. Um, 
Oh, man. That game it pissed was, me right off, dude. Holy fuck. Man, I just like what happened. So the Buffalo Bills go to London and then they forget how to play American football? Question mark. Because ever since they went over there, they have been hot fuck other than Diggs, who's just still just I mean, only caught fifty percent of his passes, six receptions for twelve targets, fifty eight yards, and a touchdown again. It's the third time that Stefan Diggs should have been tackled by two people and he's standing in the end zone afterwards. That's fucking annoying. I mean, huge sack, man. What is wrong with the Buffalo Bills? What is, what is wrong with the four and three Buffalo Bills, Jerry? I think we've discussed it a few times on the show. Um, Helter Skelter. We don't know what we're getting there. They're, you know what? I think they have the same illness that the Baltimore Ravens have, except their case is a little worse. But they have a running game this year. Latavius oh, Murray absolutely. is steady. James, man, James Cook, 4.3. He got my target. He's 13 carries He's on 56 it. yards. Josh Allen runs He's in for it. a touchdown again. I mean, they've got. It's it's, uh, it's it's weird. It doesn't make sense. But 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 also, I will mention that. Losing Milano, and I, I always forget the other guy. They they lost two uh, uh, defensive guys, really, really, really important defensive guys. Yeah, I can't remember the other guy either. And and I don't think that really had too much to do with New England scoring as many points as they did because everybody was 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 definitely a, a surprise. The Buffalo Bills couldn't they, play they defense combined. What seven points two weeks before? The Buffalo Bills couldn't play defense with those guys last year. So yeah, it, you know, it, it, it was it was it's just it. It was just crazy, like how, and then and then for the Bills to do what everybody thought they were going to do and go ahead and just like, oh yeah, they're going to come back and win, and they were set up perfectly for that. They got it. They got the touchdown, and there was like a minute and a half left, and Mac fucking Jones goes down the field. Ramondre was was responsible for one big play, and I forget who the the other play was because I was watching red zones, so I didn't see all that shit, but. I saw it go down at the end, and it was just like, "Oh my god, you have to be kidding me!" How do you? Those are the games the Bills can't afford to lose, and if they continue playing like this, so you can kiss your fucking hopes goodbye because you're going to KC first round, divisional round, maybe even whatever. I don't know. You're going their first game, and you're gone. You're done. Gabe Davis is a big disappointment in this game. Uh, five targets for one reception on six yards. He's definitely been touchdown dependent Gabe Davis this year. So just a heads up on that. That is a boom or bust flex play at this point in time. There is somebody that I work with who is a Bills fan. And I walked up to her and I just stared at her. And she looked at me. She was on the phone. And whoever she was on the phone was, she said, Corey's staring at me uncomfortably right now. And, and wow. I and I said her name. I said, you know what? Yes, I am, because you know what your bills did to me. They cowboyed me this weekend, and then I walked <laughs> away from her. That's good. I mean, man, um, it was is in yeah. the fucking bag, and it just. Yeah. Oh my god. All right, we don't I, we don't I have to been... talk anymore about that one. That we just we just we, we had to because of what happened, but we're just not going to talk about it anymore because there's no other fantasy relevance in here. We talked about Gabe Davis, we talked about Digsy Boy. We're fine on that. Josh Allen, he, you know, okay, had a mediocre game, but just don't worry about it. He's gonna he's gonna snap back. It's gonna be okay, kids. Don't worry about oh. it. Oh, 
Quick note about that game that's really important, though. If you don't have him, Dawson Knox went down. If you have, oh Kincaid, yeah, I forgot I was going to mention that. Yeah, Kincaid. if you have, if you have Kincaid, make sure you start uh, paying attention to that and 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 play him. You know, if you if you need to look at a good matchup, but he, he's he looks like he's going to really become maybe a guy in there. He he could potentially be the second to third option, uh, depending on how uh, Allen's feeling about Gabe Davis because Gabe Davis is more of a deep threat more than anything else. So like intermediate shit, that's Diggs and Kincaid together. That could be pretty, pretty good. And uh, if you don't have him and he's available, give it a shot, man. He could be, he could be uh, a, a decent pickup that could, could help you out, push you into the playoffs or something. Yeah, definite, uh, definitely a good call on that one. That should be pretty interesting to see how that pans out. The, other game that we need to get to here is the Pittsburgh Steelers 24 and the Los Angeles Rams 17. The 4 and 2 Pittsburgh Steelers. Just want to point that out. Najee yeah. Harris still bumming about at 14 carries for 53 yards at 3.7. Also hit the end zone. Jalen Warren, though, 6 for 32 and a touchdown just makes matters a little bit more complicated. George Pickens is a fucking monster. Called this last year. Got him in some leagues this year. Five receptions for 107 yards on eight targets. Deontay Johnson came back. Five for 79 on six targets. So we're getting almost a share there. So just a heads up. The biggest yeah, problem, doing really, really well. man, he's fucking amazing. I love watching that kid. Really the is. only he problem. Really and, he's, and he's really starting to see like the, the ball's going his way now. It felt like early in the season it really wasn't happening too much. It's really it's really starting to click a little bit. Maybe him and Pickett. I have to say it that way, so I don't say Pickens. Um maybe maybe there's something going on with the two of them. Maybe they they're they're really starting to gel a little bit. We'll see. Cause like that fucking kid needs it. Cause if not, they're gonna ship his ass out of there really, really quick and Pickens ain't gonna be too happy and he's gonna wanna get the hell out of there. So they better figure that shit out. Yeah, they'll get a better quarterback. It's not going to be that hard. Darrell Henderson, 18 carries for 61 yards on 3.3. And that touchdown, Royce Freeman, though, 5.5 and hit the magic number. Maybe that's why they put Darrell Henderson back on the couch. My favorite stat line, and this is what gave me the big win in the work league, Cooper Cup, two receptions for 29 yards on seven targets. Oh, boy. Bummy day for Cooper Cup this week. Yeah, it was. I have a question for you. So yes, is this situation that's going on in L.A. with Koopa, with with Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup, is it going to be like just a fucking coin flip every week as to like which guy you have to go with? Yep, uh, definitely. And it's the same thing as the Zach Moss, Jonathan Taylor situation. If you somehow have both of them, keep starting both of them. Uh, you know, until they get let down. If Cooper Cup lets you down, you just got to keep starting him because he probably used a high draft pick on that dude, and that's just the way it goes. Yeah, you definitely have to. But, I mean, Puka Nakua! Eight receptions on 154 yards on 12 targets. That's just, you can't, I mean. And Tutu Atwell. And that got reviewed with stick. Oh, nasty business. Tutu Atwell catching one as well for 31 yards. He's that long shot for the touchdown. So, that also kind of throws yeah. a little wild card in there. Cooper Cup. For better or for worse. Little bit of a timeshare this year, kids. Little bit of a timeshare. Which I think, again, is going to be good for his overall health. Yeah. But, you know. He's going to still have a few monster games. It's just, it, it's almost like you're going to have to really look into matchups and really 
key in on on you know who's covering who if you if you have access to like that kind of data where you can look at wide receiver cornerback matchups and how they what kind of defenses or whatever if you can find something you know that can help you with that you know might help with the decision but it's not the worst decision to have <laughs> to say that much oh yeah i mean there are worse decisions oh yeah i mean the volume is there you just hope you have the right guy in at the right time I was talking about if you were going to put money on the Bears or the Raiders and you had to try and oh actually make God. a real decision on that. Like, what would you have done before that game? Probably put your money on the Raiders. Chicago Bears, 30. Las Vegas Raiders, 12. You know, there's not many things that make me that fucking stoked and happy uh, when teams lose. But, man, when I see the Las Vegas Raiders lose, it just makes me a certain little bit of happy. Tyson Bagant, 21 for 29 on 162 and a tatty. Dante Foreman, if you somehow had Dante Foreman decided to start him, this is the only other guy that was better than Darrell Henderson off the bench this week. 16 carries for 89 yards and two touchdowns hit my magical threshold of 5.56 yards per carry. DJ Moore! Eight receptions for 54 yards on nine targets. Matt, did you know that Nathan Peterman rushed the ball two times for negative four yards? <laughs> I think it was just wow. I think it was just two kneel downs, but I just I, I wanted to. I add Donta Foreman for a receiving touch. I yo, Donta Foreman knocked it out of the park this weekend. Knocked it out of the park. All right, so I'd like to add to that. Um my uh, resident angry fantasy guy, <laughs> he had him on the bench and was bitching about it. I didn't ask him who else he had in or anything like that when he's telling me about this, but like, who in their right mind was expecting this guy to go out and do that? And why are you getting so upset that you don't have the, like, that's just one of those things, man. You know what I mean? It's just, it it's not probably going to happen again ever in this guy's career. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just to be freaking out about that. What you should be freaking out on is me doing the dumbest thing ever and betting on the Raiders that game. <laughs> I was just like, I don't know what I was thinking. Cause I'm like, Oh, going in there. It's going to be fine. Like it's, you know, the Raiders will win. It'll be a sweat, but they're going to win. And they just look so bad. Like I'm, I'm not going to, I hope Devontae Adams can get out of there. It's it is atrocious over there. Like it is so bad. Like Josh Jacobs should be thankful that they don't want to pay him. Just go somewhere else while you still can't. Because like that is a mess. That was one of my favorite moments of the week when Josh Jacobs had his touchdown called back. I'm just saying. Oh, it was fantastic. Oh my god, it's ugh, painful. Fuck you, Mike. <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles 31 Miami Dolphins 17 this is probably the biggest letdown of the week because fuck I hate the Eagles so much that play has to be banned like it just it's so stupid the only people that actually like that play are moron Philadelphia Eagle fans I'm not even, they're just, they're morons. 
They're absolute degenerate morons who have no fucking clue at all. At yes all. to all of that. And they kind of, it, it's, it's magnified because they're good now, you know? So it makes it a lot worse. It's the same with your fucking shitty ass Cowboys too. It's the same with my shitty ass fucking giants when we're actually good once every fucking century. Um, you know, it, it, it's what it, it is, what it is, but I'll tell you, I know firsthand because when the Eagles were here for that Monday night game a few weeks ago, and all those motherfuckers were just loaded up in my lobby waiting to see their players come down an escalator and go into a bus and just listening to their they they sounded like like Taz the Tasmanian devil from Looney Tunes like it was just they're hammered and stupid and it's uh yeah i hate all of that i hate all of that and fuck them but they're really good for my fantasy teams i do have Jalen Hurts. I do have AJ Brown. I do have DeAndre Swift. I mean, it's it's working. It's Sorry working. to hear that. AJ Brown, ten receptions for one thirty-seven on fifteen targets and touchdown. Dallas Gardo got got, and you're sorry got for it. That? Huh? And you're sorry for that? Yeah, that stat line you just said. You're sorry for that? Come on, man. I hate AJ Brown. Dallas Goddard, five receptions for a touchdown, 77 yards. There's actually a tight end doing something. There you go. Devonta Smith also checking in with four receptions on 49 yards. Philadelphia is just trash. I fucking hate them. Tyreek Hill, 11 receptions on 15 <laughs> targets for 88 yards and a touchdown. A little modest day for him over there. Jalen Waddle checking in for six and 63. Um, had a back injury. Huh? He had a back injury. Yeah, but... It's nothing that's it's significant, but it's going to be discomfort. And a guy that's fast like that, last thing you want hurting is your back. I mean, mine hurts and I'm just getting up off the couch to go to the fridge and grab a fucking beer. So I can only imagine... That's running. old people problems. That kid's 23 years old, man. <laughs> yeah, that's true. San Francisco 49ers lost to the Vikings, Jerry. Mm. <laughs> Brock, oh, Brock Purdy looks like a fucking bum for two weeks in a row. What uh, what say you about this? I 100% agree, and for reasons that have been discussed. When he doesn't have all those wonderful toys around him, he just looks like the last pick of the draft. He looks just like the guy that was selected at that position. So um, don't get me wrong. He's, he's, he can, he's capable of doing certain things, but without all of that talent around him to just bail him out when he does make a mistake, which happens a lot. And we saw that last night. Um, Hey man, it's it's cool. It's cool. Thankfully, they do have a great defense and a great run game and all that. But 
it's only going to take you so far. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, I'm, I, I, I enjoyed that loss. I really did. I even, and I lost it betting as well. Cause I just did it quick at work. I teased it down and well, I should have went the other way. I told myself all day, but that's another story. Um, yeah, I just enjoyed it. I was, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Cause it, it just, I kind of feel like Niner fans are getting a little, a little high of their horse and they're probably thinking that their shit don't stink. And, uh, Hey, guess what? <laughs> JJ. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you're a fan, buddy. <laughs> How you feeling? Jordan Addison, seven receptions for 123 yards and two touchdowns. He jumped up on the scene. The other one that snuck in, if you haven't been to grab him, is Brandon Powell, four receptions for 64 yards on five targets. Sneaky, deaky dinosaurs right there. And, of course, TJ Hawkinson did TJ Hawkinson things. A little bit banged up a couple of times during this game. Made me shit my pants. I have him in two leagues. I was like, "Oh god, no!" Yeah, yeah. We'll see uh, if he pops up on the on the injury report here. Alexander Madison finally had a decent average of four point eight yards per carry, which is finally serviceable. My God, that guy has had just a rough, rough fucking season, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. What else, Jerry? What else shall we tell the people before we get the hell out of here? I don't know. Uh, anybody you can think of off, the, off top right now that um, you think uh, is someone that's a must add or a person that you really, really think uh, someone should be going after? None other than the ones that I've already mentioned. Um, I think the other curious one that you might be looking at is, uh, you know, down the road here, maybe this week, just depending if you have a roster spot, is Devin Singletary. Damian Pierce has not been doing well. He has not averaged above three yards per carry in any game this year, and we know how I feel about that. Singletary seems to be getting a little bit of the, uh, the carry here. The other difficult hedge as well is Chubba Hubbard. If he's still uh, available, you know, I, I wouldn't mind picking him, him up. And uh, other than that, there's just, there's nobody, I don't know. There's nobody else that I just really, really excites me that would be available. Yeah, I the, that Devin Singletary take there was fantastic. I was thinking along the same lines, actually. Uh, love it, and it is it is looking that way. It's looking like um, Damian Pierce might be on the downswing, and our boy Devin could be on the up. But you never know; like things <laughs> things happen in the NFL, and it's fucking crazy. Your boy um, Jalen Hyatt is getting a little bit of uh, hype this week. Yeah, I I believe it when I see it. I, I mean, and I'll I'll put it out there. Uh, Tyrod <laughs> is and should be the quarterback of the New York football giants right now. He actually moves the ball up and down the field. Um, to, to my, my fellow giants fans out there, if you think differently, I think you're really, really delusional. And I think you're losing your mind. Don't let a, a really bad contract dictate what's happening, actually happening on the field. And what's actually happening on the field is Tyrod is moving the offense. So I hope that I hope, that's the case. I, I hope Daniel Jones has neck pain for the rest of the, rest of the fucking season. I, I'm not saying we're going to the playoffs or none of that shit, but come on, man. Like, play some decent football out there. I, I, I'm tired of this shit show I'm seeing every other week. Thank you for joining us in another episode of the Fucked Up Fantasy Football Podcast with your co-hosts, Corey Russo, Jerry Rodriguez. Remember, you heard it here first, folks. Danny Dimes, trash sandwiches. Tyrod Taylor moving the ball up and down the field. 
Let's uh, get it rocking and rolling. Not so much up and down the field, but you know, he's moving it up. The a little field. bit better. A little bit yeah, better. Yeah. Up yeah. and down is I, it, that just sounds like he's real. Like they're scoring points, and that's not happening. <laughs> I mean, you scored fourteen this week. That's pretty good so far. And more in the first half than in the entire season. Like, like the first half of the whole season. That's sad. That's just. Yeah. I don't want really to talk about it anymore. I want to talk about something real quick though. Are you? Are you not? on board with changing waiver wire night to Wednesdays instead of Tuesdays. Uh, I don't think it matters. I do only because of the Thursday game. And sometimes you don't get as much information about the Thursday game as you would, uh, on, you know, the day before. I As just know some leagues do waivers on Tuesday and they're morons. Tuesday's yeah, I, way I too early. Wednesday's exactly. fine. That's 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 exactly it. And I'm I'm just noticing it now. Like I have a couple leagues that are like that. Like, God damn, it's the most minor setting. Like Tuesday, I mean, like the like midnight after Monday night football, they process it. Not like tonight. Oh, Tuesday morning. Yeah, Tuesday morning oh, they process. No, no, yeah, no, no. That's yeah, okay. no, I know leagues that do that, and that's just ridiculous. Wednesday morning, so far, so good. But yeah, I want I want no part of that. I want it to be I want it to be Thursday morning. You're, to to what you're saying. Yeah, well, goodbye. I think Jerry. that's the best, but we'll see. That's 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 where I stand. Uh, comment, say something, let us know. That'll be the question on the episode. Okay, goodbye. Holla.